Good morning, and welcome back to Blue Line Matters. What matters to most of us today is going to be a switch in gears this morning at about 6.08 on a Tuesday morning. Did you ever notice what's on television today? And we all have cable or DirecTV or Comcast or one of these overrated, very expensive cable providers. What happened to the nice, wholesome shows, the funny ones that are really funny? They're gone. What we have now is many television channels of freak shows as we have become the freak show country. Where do we start? Well, I think the one of the more popular ones are the 90 Day series. We have the 90 Day Fiance, 90 Day The Single Life, before the 90 Days. It's 90 Days of Freak Shows put together. How they pair these people up is unbelievable. Total opposites that for the money get on a television show and be expected to believe that this is all real. Then you have specialized channels like the Black Television Network or the Gay Network or the LGBTQ Plus Network. Then you add into that the Little People TV show, Married at First Sight. Dr. Pimple Popper, that's always exciting. Or the Foot Disease Show. Then you have the numerous Real Housewives of Wherever. These are all fake. These are producers' dreams. Then you have Basketball Wives. Add to that Wife Swap. Then you have Sister Wives, where they promote bigamy. Then you have the black version. You have the black guy now with the two white women. What the hell's going on with television today? This is what people want to watch? This is what you're paying for with your cable bill? Such a waste. But this is where we're heading. Very sad. But what are we going to do about it? Nothing. Because as long as people are watching and the woke, progressive, leftist producers put this shit on television, they'll keep it on. So pick one of those that we talked about and you'll see what I mean. So this is what matters today. So be safe out there. Watch your six. Any questions or concerns, you can email me. Keep it clean. Glentopping at att.net. And be happy to discuss it. Or if you have a show, interest in a particular project or something else, let me know. We'll be happy to discuss it. I'm an open book. All right, guys. Have a good day. Be careful out there. Bye.
Good early morning to you Blue Liners. Welcome back to Blue Line Matters. This is your host, Sergeant Glenn Topping, retired, coming from the world headquarters in Deerfield Beach, Florida. It's nice out this morning. Getting a little early start today, because I have to start early today. It was kind of interesting yesterday where our illustrious ex-president Obama tweets out comparisons between the George Floyd murder by one police officer compared to the 19 senseless murders of children, especially on the anniversary death of George Floyd, a career criminal drug abuser. And do I believe the officer that killed him should be in jail? Yes. If he just came off his neck for a few more seconds, he wouldn't be having all those riots and destruction where thousands of cops were injured, millions of dollars in damage, civilians killed. For what? Because of one career criminal drug abuser that was killed? Why do they celebrate this guy so much? But here we go again. They bring out systemic racism in policing. Of course, there's no proof of that. When very, very few blacks are killed by police officers, especially white police officers. But most of the racism is coming out of the Democrat Party. Remember, the former has nothing to do with the latter. It's an unfair comparison to compare George Floyd's murder with the 19 innocent children that were murdered. This is their theme. This is all they have leading up to the midterms. You have a career criminal resisting arrest while high is not the same as 19 little kids being murdered. But they don't want to do that. That's their talking point. Biden signs a new executive order on the second anniversary of the Floyd death where he wants to reform the federal police and make this place more divisive with politics and defunding the police rhetoric. He wants more mandates to make it harder for the police to do their jobs. But where's all the fake outrage of the hundreds of blacks killed by blacks across the country? Black Lives Matter criminals that run that organization, keeping the donations for their new lifestyles. This administration just likes to play to their radical base to defund and dismantle police forces. But when will Joe go to Chicago, New York, LA and Detroit to see what's really happening there and talk with those officials? I'll tell you when, never. And neither will our illustrious VP. She's too busy hiding from the border problem she created. Always blame the police. Don't blame the fact that there's a lot of problems in the black community dealing with no father figures, women having babies out of wedlock, and, and many babies to collect from the government. Let the police do their job, and those who step out of line, you deal with them. So that's all I have to say today. It kind of pisses me off that I hear this all the time. But that's where we are in society today. You guys be careful out there. Watch your six. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a good day. Bye. Good early morning to you Blue Liners. Welcome back to Blue Line Matters. 
This is your host, Sergeant Glenn Topping, retired, coming from the world headquarters in Deerfield Beach, Florida. It's nice out this morning. Getting a little early start today, because I have to start early today. But it was kind of interesting yesterday where our illustrious ex-president Obama tweets out comparisons between the George Floyd murder by one police officer compared to the 19 senseless murders of children, especially on the anniversary death of George Floyd, a career criminal drug abuser. And do I believe the officer that killed him should be in jail? Yes. If he just came off his neck for a few more seconds, wouldn't be having all those riots and destruction where thousands of cops were injured, millions of dollars in damage, civilians killed. For what? Because of one career criminal drug abuser that was killed? Why do they celebrate this guy so much? But here we go again. They bring out systemic racism in policing. Of course, there's no proof of that. When very, very few blacks are killed by police officers, especially white police officers. But most of the racism is coming out of the Democrat Party. Remember, the former has nothing to do with the latter. It's an unfair comparison to compare George Floyd's murder with the 19 innocent children that were murdered. This is their theme. This is all they have leading up to the midterms. You have a career criminal resisting arrest while high is not the same as 19 little kids being murdered but they don't want to do that. That's their talking point. Biden signs a new executive order on the second anniversary of the Floyd death where he wants to reform the federal police and make this place more divisive with politics and defunding the police rhetoric. He wants more mandates to make it harder for the police to do their jobs. But where's all the fake outrage of the hundreds of blacks killed by blacks across the country? Black Lives Matter criminals that run that organization, keeping the donations for their new lifestyles. This administration just likes to play to their radical base to defund and dismantle police forces. But when will Joe go to Chicago, New York, LA and Detroit to see what's really happening there and talk with those officials? I'll tell you when, never. And neither will our illustrious VP. She's too busy hiding from the border problem she created. Always blame the police. Don't blame the fact that there's a lot of problems in the black community dealing with no father figures, women having babies out of wedlock, and, and many babies to collect from the government. Let the police do their job, and those who step out of line, you deal with them. So that's all I have to say today. It kind of pisses me off that I hear this all the time. But that's where we are in society today. You guys be careful out there. Watch your six, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a good day. Bye. Good morning, and welcome back to Blue Line Matters. It's approximately 6.11 in the morning, Friday, 
Happy Friday, everybody. Got a long weekend coming up, Memorial Day Monday. Hope you guys have safe plans, saved your money to pay for the high gas prices as you travel. Or with the airlines, high gas prices there too. So anyway, here we go again. A rush to judgment after a mass shooting. Haven't we learned by now that we shouldn't be rushing to a microphone to give unvetted facts to the public, which they will hang on every single word you say. And if you change it, you're a liar. The debate now is the law enforcement response to the shooting in Texas a few days ago. First we're told the school resource officer got into a gun battle with the suspect. That was incorrect. There was no SRO on campus that day. Then we heard that local law, local law enforcement was on the scene and did not go in as the shooting was happening inside the school. Then we heard that about an hour later, several of the elite members of the Border Patrol finally got into the school and engaged the suspect, killing him. We know that part is true. The question is the time span and the time delay from the time of the call to the time of the initial response of law enforcement. It's a little reminiscent, if true, of the Parkland shooting several years ago, where local deputies stayed outside while the shooting was going on inside. That should never, ever happen. You earn your money when you go towards the problem, not waiting for the problem to stop, especially when little kids are involved. But in typical fashion, everybody wants to rush out and give their opinions, which are like assholes. Everybody's got one and they all stink. We all look like we have big R in our face when we give these unvetted press conferences. You can give the basic of basic information initially and don't show up at the microphone until you have facts. It's always sad when little kids are involved. It's bad enough when there's high schoolers, but when little babies are involved, there's no words that can describe it. Then you have the idiots on the TV show, The View, or lack of The View, that immediately blame the Republicans. The Republicans have blood on their hands. You get so tired of hearing the same talking points. They're talking about repealing the Second Amendment, which is a constitutional right to carry a gun and protect your family. They don't want you to protect your family doesn't matter how long the response is from police if you have somebody breaking into your home. Split seconds count. Your first duty is to protect your family. But when anybody ever asks them, will they give up their armed bodyguards? Probably not. They are truly sick people. This is how they think. 
They want these things to affect you, but not them. Then they keep yelling, we have to ban assault rifles. What is, what is an assault rifle? You can't get us, anybody to say what it is. Even the past ATF nominee couldn't tell Congress what an assault rifle is. First they say it's the barrel length. Then it's the amount of ammunition that the magazine can hold. They don't know. Definitely the people on The View don't know. How about a 308 rifle? That could be an assault weapon. We know that most murders in this country are used with handguns, not rifles. The Americans will never give up their AR-15s, which is just another name of a rifle. The AR is the name of the guy who made it. Congress keeps yelling out, we send our thoughts and prayers, our hearts break. Well, sure they do. But the people on The View, they don't want to hear it. They're tired of hearing that. It doesn't help. Republicans put, toward, put forth several bills regarding gun issues. It's shot down by the Democrats in Congress. Another gun law isn't going to stop shootings. No gun law is going to stop the shootings. But they want you to believe that. We've come to a point in this country where mental health is a big issue and social media is pushing that problem. It's a fun thing to make comments online and on social media and show weapons and make threats. It's a commonplace now. So you would think that some of these people that see this information online would say something sooner than later, instead of saying, you know, two weeks ago, I saw this guy online make a threat towards a school and pointing guns at the camera. All the Democrats know how to do is to name call, telling the Republicans they have blood on their hands, they want constitutional destruction, I wonder if you ask any of the elite athletes, movie stars, politicians, and other entertainers that walk around with armed guards, if they would have armed guards that are unarmed. But of course, they don't want you to have them. They don't want you to protect your family. Only them. It's a sad state of affairs. Chicago has the toughest gun laws in the country. New York has a tough gun law called the Sullivan Act. Are all these laws stopping any of the murders in these cities? No. So another gun law isn't going to do anything. I've always advocated anybody using a gun in the commission of a crime where somebody is shot or killed becomes a federal crime where the time in jail is much longer Maybe that would be a deterrent. Maybe, in quotations. Who knows? That's if they survive. And they're not killed by law enforcement. A lot to swallow here today. And of course, as the days go on, more facts will come out. 
and we'll see where it goes. We can't always blame the police. They can't be everywhere, especially in the atmosphere of defunding, dismantling, doing away with ICE. These people are lunatics. Hopefully November comes soon enough and things will change. So you guys be safe out there. Watch your six, hug your kids, give them a kiss, and enjoy your holiday. Good morning, and welcome back to Blue Line Matters. This is your host, Sergeant Glenn Topping, retired. Hope you had a nice long weekend. Now it's back to the grind. Remember, Memorial Day is to memorialize those who paid the ultimate sacrifice for this country. And second is having a nice day, barbecuing the beach, or just sitting in your air-conditioned living room watching TV. You know, we hear President Biden, and I use that term loosely, constantly talk about weapons and weapons bans and banning certain bullets. This guy keeps talking out of his ass. He has no clue what he's talking about. Well, they're all talking points given to him by his administration, which people want to listen to. He brought up an issue yesterday about the 9mm bullet. Why do we need such a high-capacity high round? Because if it, shoots, if it gets shot in the lung, it will blow your lung out. He thinks a 22 is better because if it gets lodged in the lung, it can be removed and the person can be saved. I don't think we want to save the person that's breaking into your home and trying to kill you. We want to get rid of that person. No need for the 9mm for self-protection. So he's probably leaning towards what Prime Minister Trudeau is doing in Canada, banning handguns. This seems to be the, the movement now in the country. He constantly makes false claims about firearms. Banning handguns, banning assault weapons, when nobody even knows what an assault weapon is in his administration. Because when they're asked a question, they give a roundabout answer. The, yeah, the 9mm handgun is probably the most popular handgun in the country. So then do we want to ban shotguns? Because I guarantee if you get hit with a shotgun, you're going to be dead. Carry a 45 caliber pistol. It's a bigger bullet. Makes a bigger hole. So he wants you to go get 22 calibers. If that's the case, then it shoot people in the head. Don't aim for the lung. It's amazing people in his administration let him speak. He needs to be quiet and work on the real problems in the country like inflation, the border, gas prices. This is just another distraction from the real issues in this country. So listen, guys, be safe out there. Enjoy your day. Remember, today's Tuesday, not Monday. And we'll talk to you soon. Good morning and welcome back to Blue Line Matters. This is your host, Sergeant Glenn Topping, retired. Coming from our world headquarters in Deerfield Beach, Florida, 
it's approximately oh, 5.58 in the morning. Today I'm going to change the subject a little bit and I'm going to talk about me. Who am I? Well, here I am. I'm from Bayside, Queens, New York. I grew up there. I was born in Bloomington, Illinois. Two parents, two sisters that were older. My father was a staff sergeant in the U.S. Army during World War II. So was his brother. Uh, my mother was always a stay-home mom. And back in the 50s and 60s, that's what they did. I had a typical growing up in New York, had a lot of friends, played outside, didn't have any electronics back then. But as years went on, during the winter, I would shovel snow, clear people's driveways and walkways, make a couple of bucks. A little bit later, as I was getting a little bit older, in 1964 and 1965, the World's Fair came to Flushing, Queens, where at that young age of 10 or 11, it was no big deal to take a bus or a train to the World's Fair. It was fun on that time, riding the train, standing between the cars. Then I went on a little while later, at around 14 years old, I got my first job working at a gas station where I pumped gas, checked under the hood for oils, fixed flat tires, making a dollar an hour. That was big money back then, plus tips. A short time after that, I became a paper boy. Got up early every morning, went to where the papers were, I had to pick them up at, fold them, put them on my sack that I had on my high handlebars on my Stingray bicycle and go around and deliver the papers to the people on my route. And then at the end of the week when I had to collect what they owed for the papers, I would get pretty good tips. It wasn't bad. Years later, I graduated from the Bayside High School in Bayside, Queens, 1972. Uh, 1973, I enlisted in the U.S. Army, went to basic training at Fort Jackson, South Carolina, decided I wanted to go into the policing part of the job and went to MP school in Fort Gordon, Georgia. After I graduated from there, I got my first assignment and I went to the 43rd MP Battalion in Firth, Germany. After about a year there, I got promoted to sergeant and went to the 793rd MP Battalion as a patrol sergeant. That was a lot, lot more fun. While there in Germany, I played tourist. Went to a lot of places. Went to the Oktoberfest in Frankfurt every year with my friends. Took numerous prisoner extraditions back to the U.S., bringing back criminal soldiers to Fort Leavenworth, Kansas. To the, to the federal prison. After my years in the service, I got an honorable discharge and was on act, inactive reserve for three years. 
After I got out, I didn't do much for a little while. I wanted to relax. But eventually, I worked various security jobs, store detective, hotel detective in Florida. I still had the policing bug in me. Moved down to Florida after graduating from school, from high school, with a good friend of mine. Went to a school in Miami for a while. And then several years later, I think it was 1983, 84, I joined the city of Dania Police Department in South Florida. Uh, my first eight months there, I was a reserve. I put a lot of time in. They saw that I was working hard. And when a full-time position opened up, I got hired. And then in 1988, the Dania PD merged with the Broward County Sheriff's Office which became a much better job because we had more opportunities, better pay, better benefits. A short time later, I took the sergeant's test and got promoted. And I got transferred to several districts as a sergeant. Went to numerous in-service trainings. I don't know how many, close to probably 100. While there, I applied and got selected to be on the hostage negotiation team on SWAT, which lasted for about 13 years. That was always, that was a lot of fun. I liked the overtime. During my time with the sheriff's office, I worked as an organized crime detective, a bodyguard, did a lot of undercover work, went on numerous extraditions, and met very interested and influential people also, in 1989, I was selected to be on the Cops TV show, which I was on about five or six episodes. Just to back up a little bit, 1982 to 84, I was a bouncer at a rock and roll club called the Agora Ballroom in the city of Hollandale. It was a famous rock and roll club back then for upcoming professional musicians and groups, which is still around today. We also did bodyguard work for the famous groups at a place called the Hollywood Sportatorium when you would come into town to do shows. Backing up to the sheriff's office again, after 25 years I retired with approximately 100 letters of commendations and appreciations and numerous awards. A short time later I got a job with a federal security company working deportation flights with ICE each day removing criminal aliens back to their country via a law enforcement flight. I did this for about two years until I had enough. I then got hired as a operations manager for a security company. I was there about six months until a new owner took over and dissolved my position. That was unfortunate because I kind of liked it. I then saw an ad for a driving instructor but it said, must be retired or current law enforcement officer. Well, I was retired. I met with the owner and was his first hire. Now, 13 years later, I'm still there doing lessons and administering the driving test. Over the years, I had a thought <clears throat> of becoming a writer. So I started a project which became a movie script of a true crime drama 
where we had a drive-by shooting homicide of a bouncer while working at their rock and roll club in the 80s. I then had that script transformed into a novel called The Hurt. And then I went on to write three more books, one called Operation 1600, about a corrupt US president that gets in, us into a nuclear war with Russia. Then the next book was Look a Quarter, which is what my previous information was about. It's about my crazy life. There's an autobiographical anecdotes. My last book was called The Real Story Behind the Hurt and the Rise and Fall of Extremists, which is a sequel to the original book called The Hurt. And all these books are available at Barnes & Noble, online, Amazon, and Kindle and Nook. So here I sit today doing this podcast, getting invited on other people's podcasts have to deal with law enforcement, still healthy, in good shape, still working, married almost 26 years to the same woman, one child, 24-year-old boy, life is good. So that's my story. I know this is kind of lengthy. Thanks for listening. Watch your six, and we'll talk to you soon. Good morning, folks, and welcome back to Blue Line Matters. This is your host, Sergeant Glenn Topping, retired. It's approximately 5.35 in the morning. It's supposed to be stormy today, so be careful driving. Listen. This country is in bad trouble. But if you talk to, or if you listen to our illustrious president, all is well. Recently, the president decided that he wants to wipe out about $6 billion in student debt from a now defunct college chain called the Corinthian College. They say there's about 560,000 borrowers of money to go to that school. But in 2015, it was shut down due to massive fraud. I wonder who's gonna pick up the tab on that. Gee, sounds like taxpayers. Then, add to the fire, the illustrious Stacey Abrams in Georgia that still thinks she's the governor, even though she lost on a big defeat, is on a board that awards millions of dollars to woke professors pushing to eliminate prisons and to put forward CRT and anti-capitalism. I guess just want to cancel all the criminal laws and let everybody commit their crimes. And she is a Black Lives Matter supporter, so I guess she too wants to see dead cops. What's going on with this country? Then there are cities in this country that prevent police officers from pulling people over for minor offenses due to the inequity 
guess many minor offenses turn into major offenses, as we know. Example, like expired tags and registration, broken lights, damage to your car. They call this driving equity laws. Means basically, don't pull over black drivers. Then you add to that problem of the rogue prosecutors that won't prosecute many crimes and have the no bail laws. So you get arrested, you get booked, and you're back on the, on the street. Makes the cop's job even more hard and more dangerous. Then there's this white female, Black Lives Matter lover running for LA mayor that wants to abolish the LAPD and let counselors do their job. Gee, I wonder how that's gonna go over. No wonder people are fleeing that state. It's so out of control in California, it used to be a beautiful state between the hundreds of homeless all over the place, eight, $9 gas prices. The governor out there, he wants to give reparations now to the blacks because of maybe they were related to a, a slave 100 years ago. Gee, California, I hope you're happy seeing where your tax dollars are going. Then due to the horrible shooting in Texas last week. Of course, the administration immediately goes to banning guns, banning assault weapons, weapons of war that everybody uses. You turn on the TV and all the talking heads in the Democrat party, one thing after the other, same exact thing. We have to eliminate these weapons of war. Weapons of war don't belong on our city streets. But they can't decide what a assault weapon is. Like I said last time, even the person that was going for the ATF job couldn't tell Congress what an assault weapon is. Now, maybe handguns are in the make, in the workings. They want to ban nine millimeters. President Biden again spouts out bullshit that a nine millimeter round will blow your lung out of your body. But if you use a 22, you can still save the person. Well, I guarantee you that most people that use their gun in defense want to get rid of that person that they shot. Then our illustrious neighbors to the north in a place called Canada with their tyrant in charge, Trudeau, Bans all handguns. You can't buy, purchase, sell, look at, talk about handguns. But then legalizes fentanyl and other drugs. It's just what they need. But I guarantee his bodyguards won't give up their guns. Remember, he can protect his family, but you cannot. And you know our lunatics in Congress are watching this very carefully because they believe in the same thing. And then here we are back home struggling with bad economy, open borders, crime, inflation, high gas prices. The list goes on and on. But according to Biden, everything's fine. It's overreacting. 
I think it's time for a forced removal of certain people in D.C. And to end it out, I'm happy for Johnny Depp winning his case because back in the day we used to work together and he's kind of an acquaintance of mine. So good luck, Johnny Depp. Hope you go back to work. So that's it for today. Hope you have a good day. Be safe. Watch the roads. They're good today. Watch your six as usual. Any questions or concerns, you can email glentopping at att.net. Keep it clean. And you guys have a safe day. Bye. Good morning, Blue Liners. And welcome back to Blue Line Matters. What is mattering to most of us today? Or at least some of us. It's approximately 5.08 in the morning. I've been taking a break over the last couple of days, working on that honeydew list. But we're back here at the World Headquarters in Deerfield Beach, where it's a little muggy, minimal traffic, and expect thunderstorms later in the day. A couple of days ago, Justice Kavanaugh, who's a Supreme Court justice, had a death threat which seemed pretty serious, where they stopped a man outside his home. I believe he lives in Maryland, where the guy had a gun, some knives, duct tape, and some other odds and ends. And when this person approached the home, he saw that there was numerous federal marshals that were protecting the house. So he decided to give up and when he was arrested, they discovered all these items. This seemed like a legitimate death threat, possible burglary and kidnapping and murder of a sitting justice of the United States of America. And then the protests that are outside his home, which is in direct violation of federal law, which does not permit you to peacefully protest in front of a sitting justice's home in order to intimidate. But where we are today in this country, we have an attorney general, Garland, who's too busy going after parents who are vocal at their school board meetings and they're branded domestic terrorists and the FBI is watching them. Where's all the arrests of these protesters. Why aren't they in custody? They were quick to arrest those who trespassed in the Capitol, who were still sitting in solitary confinement over a year. Where's the justice there? There is truly a two-tiered justice system in this country. For the elite, the rich and famous, and well-connected, that's one part and that the rest of us are under the other part. Even the Democrats in Congress and the White House and the President have no problem with these protesters protesting in front of the justices' home as they encourage it. All they say is, well, as long as it's, as long as it's peaceful, because they're allowed to have peaceful protests, but not in front of a justice's home. They want to protest, they can protest down the street, they can protest out in the ocean. Nobody really cares, except not in front of the home of a justice. 
if something happens to one of these justices, and it would only be to Kavanaugh or Neil Gorsuch, then the White House, Democrats in Congress, and the media are complicit because they push it and they want it. This is what they live for. Can you imagine if the shoe was on the other foot? There would be a different response from this Justice Department. The media plays up the Roe versus Wade decision, expounding bullshit and misinformation and disinformation about what would happen if the Supreme Court overturned the Roe versus Wade decision, which they all know is bad law from the beginning. You want to still have an abortion? You can still have one. You just said the states will run it, not the government. And why should the taxpayers pay for your abortion? Cover up your hole or wear protection. Then you had, about a year or two ago, Senator Schumer stand on the steps of the Supreme Court and make threats against the two sitting justices, Kavanaugh and Gorsuch. What do you think the lunatics in the country are going to do? They're going to make a move. But we'll see what happens. Maybe the Justice Department will come to their senses and do what they're paid to do, enforce federal law. Then you have the new mantra of the Democrat Party. Open borders, anti-police, anti-military, no fossil fuels. They want high gas. They want high inflation. They spend money that we don't have for the high national debt. They want to defund the police. They want to redistribute wealth. They believe in abortion up to birth. Then they want free flights, money, attorneys, housing, and free iPhones for those that illegally cross our border. And you know what they're bringing, crime, massive amount of drugs, you name it, they're bringing it. Plus disease, where they're not vetted for anything, but the, the American citizens are put through the ringer to get shots. And then the attitude is basically, fuck the U.S. veteran, let them sleep on the streets, let them go hungry, but let's take care of the illegals. They come first, the Americans come second, and we are becoming a third world nation. But these are the people you voted for. Now you have to live with it. And hopefully November comes and things will change in Congress where all the lunatics will be outed and new blood will be brought in and we can get some kind of order back in this country before we do have a real insurrection, which is maybe what they need. So until next time, folks, you stay safe, watch your six, be careful driving, and we'll talk to you soon. Good morning, and welcome back to Blue Line Matters. A lot of things are mattering to us today as this world of ours tumbles into a dark well. Maybe some sunlight will occur eventually. 
It's approximately 7.13 in the morning. Friday, happy Friday to those who have the weekend off. And to those of us that are working, too bad. Well, I'm going to get a little political today. Not like it's much different than the other ones. But first, I want to give a big shout out to some of the podcasts that had invited me on over the last few months. It was a lot of fun. I was able to push my my books. Hopefully they'll sell a little better. Uh, I'd like to thank the people from Breaking Badge, Pieces of a Nation, Badge Boys, and 9-1-what? It was great fun. I really appreciate the time they gave me. And hopefully you guys will listen to them. They're pretty good podcasts, mostly law enforcement related. All right, now, last night, there was the beginning of a soap opera called The Great Inquisition, or better known as The Insurrection That Never Occurred. January 6th, that infamous day. I'm sure we all remember it. We all saw it. It was all pre-planned. It didn't happen overnight. It was a very partisan group of liars that are Trump haters, including two Republicans that are really rhinos, Republicans in name only. I'm sure it's gonna be a cut and paste committee produced by a far left liberal executive TV producer that used to work for several shows on ABC. This had nothing really to do with what happened on January 6th. Only thing they want to do is destroy President Trump and prevent him from taking the Oval Office in a couple of years. This is all about them keeping their power. They don't want any Republicans in any power position. The Democrat Party have become the party of crime, racism, hate, high gas prices, high inflation, no baby formula, and no fossil fuels, as well as pushing us for a hot war with Russia Remember, they have more nuclear bombs than we do. They don't want any security for our judges, as Nancy Pelosi is holding up a bill. And then they tell the middle class and the poor to go buy an electric car and to stop whining about gas prices. They love the open borders, thinking the millions of illegals that will be coming over the border will be future voters for them. Then they push the assault weapon ban when they can't even tell you what an assault weapon is. No high capacity magazines, no nine millimeters, which is probably the most sold gun in the country. I guess that means their personal protection will have to go to a 22 caliber pistol. Remember, they, they want their family protected, but you can't protect your family. They love the progressive DAs and judges, no cash bail, no prisons or jails, 
marijuana for everybody, along with other drugs, as if we don't have enough impaired people walking around and driving around. Every day we see the two-tier justice system in action. The people walking into the Capitol on January 6th, with the help of the Capitol Police, kicked off the largest FBI manhunt in history. They vigorously track down those horrible trespassers, and when they catch them, put them in handcuffs and leg irons and drag them off to jail, only to throw them in solitary confinement, where they still sit over a year later. If some of these protesters were destructive and violent, then they need to be in jail. But most of them were on like a tour escorted by the police. But the Attorney General could care less about the federal law violators that are marching in protest in front of a sitting Supreme Court judge, Judge Kavanaugh, even after they arrested a guy that threatened to kill the judge by breaking into his house and murdering him. This guy was a nut, we know it, but it's fueled by Senator Schumer, who a while back stood on the steps of the Capitol, I'm sorry, of the Supreme Court, and made a threat towards Gorsuch and Kavanaugh that their day will come. What do you think the lunatics in the, in the community are gonna do? They're gonna believe it and take matters into their own hand only over the Roe versus Wade potential decision to not make it a law anymore, which was a bad law and bad predicate in the first place. So the, you're desperate for an abortion, your state will make the decision doesn't say you can't have one. How about having protected sex? And then you don't have to worry about abortions. Why don't the partisan Democrats hold a hearing on the over 500 violent riots that occurred over the last one and a half years where thousands of cops were injured, Americans died, Police buildings burnt down, other city buildings burnt down, communities burnt down. Remember that infamous picture when CNN or MSDNC said that mostly the protests were peaceful as they stood in front of a burning city. Well, I hate to see if it's a violent protest, what it would look like. The Democratic Party knows that if they keep spewing lies to the public and to the American people, that eventually they must think that it's true if they keep repeating the same thing over and over. But hopefully they're smarter than that. And they'll know that come November, they always look to their pocketbook where they can't afford gas, they can't afford food, they can't afford to go anywhere can't afford to fix your car so you can get to work. Things are very bad. And I think the American people will see that. And if the Republicans are smart, they'll go after them on those talking points. So again, hopefully when November comes, these liars 
will be voted out and we'll see some sunlight. All we can do is hope. So folks, another rant has come to an end. Have a nice weekend. Be safe. Watch your six. And any comments or concerns, you can always email me. As long as you keep it clean. The Glenn Topping at att.net. And we'll discuss it. Adios. Good morning. And welcome back to Blue Line Matters. This is your host, Sergeant Glenn Topping, retired, thankfully. Coming to you from the world headquarters in not-so-sunny Deerfield Beach, Florida today. It's approximately 6.30 a.m. Hope you're off to a nice weekend. We'll see what happens with the weather later. You never know. We're going to change gears for once and talk about television and the lack of civility in television and the horrible, ridiculous, stupid, brainless shows that are on TV. First, let's start off with all the real housewives of, and as many after of. This is a, apparently a popular series. Of course, there's a dozen or more shows regarding the Real Housewives, which are not Real Housewives, really. You have the Real Housewives of California, which is in Orange County and Beverly Hills. Then you have the Real Housewives of New York, New Jersey, Maryland, D.C., Dallas, Atlanta, and Miami. And if that's not bad enough, then we go international to the Real Housewives of the UK, Canada, Greece, Australia, New Zealand, and the newest one, Dubai. They should just call this the Real Trophy Wives series. Then you add to that basketball wives, sister wives, where a guy is married to four or five women, desperate housewives with their ridiculous storylines, fake fights, and you know they're all scripted. Producers are telling them what to do, who to hit, what to throw at. It's so disgusting. Why don't they have a Real Housewives TV show, like the Real Housewives of Detroit, or East LA, or Baltimore, or even Overtown in Miami? Or maybe have the Baby Mama channel in search of the father. That would be a good one. This is what permeates our cable TV today, and what we pay a lot of money for monthly. All this fake garbage. All glamour and no substance. Then you're all, we're all forced to watch, well, maybe not forced, but we watch all these inclusive equity commercials, a mix and match of different people, all sizes and shapes, gays, lesbians, straight, oriental, short, fat, unattractive. 
it's great that this group is getting work in the commercial field. It wasn't like that over a year ago. But I think enough is enough. <laughs> then there's the gay channel and the all-black TV channel. I wonder what would happen if there was an all-white channel. I could only guess. So much garbage on cable. You order 125, 150, 250 channel programming, and you probably only watch a handful of shows. Do we actually need 20 sports channels, 10 cooking channels, numerous NCIS programs? What a waste of money. You should be able to just pick and choose from DirecTV or DISH or Comcast. Pick and choose the channels you like to watch. But no, you're forced to buy all this other garbage. You know, the only real reality shows that were on, or might still be on, are Cops, Live PD, Court Cam, and Body Cam. Because what you see is what you get. Even all the stupid judge shows that are on TV, and some have been on a long, long time, and I confess, I watch them. But they're all scripted. When they're found guilty, they don't pay anything. The show pays for everything. They even select the audience members. You have to have a certain look to be in the audience. This is why our society is so far behind the eight ball. It's funny to see ordinary people interviewed and questioned on the street by interviewers and they're asked questions about the country and the government and they're totally clueless and dumb. They even show them pictures of who's in office and they have no clue who they are. But if you ask them what the Kardashians are doing, they'll be more than happy to tell you. This is what's coming out of our indoctrination facilities, better known as high school and college. We are truly a dumb society, and it's only getting worse with the wokeness that's being forced down our throats as you, every time you turn around. You can't have your own opinion today, because if you don't agree with one group, you're a racist. Get used to it. It's only getting worse. It's not getting better. Stick to your guns, no pun intended, and enjoy your weekend, be safe out there, and enjoy your television. Good morning, and happy Sunday morning. It's approximately 6.50 a.m. This is Blue Line Matters, and your host, Sergeant Glenn Topping, retired. I wonder about that sometimes because I'm still working. But anywho, hope you have a good day today. It should be nice coming to you from the world headquarters in Deerfield Beach, Florida. Just a little uh, law enforcement news today and military news. Um, our hearts are saddened by the crash of that military aircraft a few days ago that killed five U.S. Marines uh, in a training mission. Our hearts go out to them and their families and 
we mourn the loss of another group of patriots. Let's also remember all the law enforcement officers that were killed or died so far this year. 119 law enforcement members lost to numerous reasons, mostly gunfire. Texas leads the list with 24, followed by California and Alabama for having the most officers killed. When will it end? We don't know, but hopefully things will slow down on that end. And a little shout out for the uh, law enforcement officers in Idaho for stopping and arresting dozens of white supremacists for crashing a gay pride parade. Um, there's no place for these folks in this country. They need to go away or lock them up for a long, long time. And of course, because it's white supremacists, the media is going to lead it all the way back to President Trump. But that's the world we live in today. Changing gears. How's your 401k doing these days? How's your uh, wallet looking? Is it a little thinner with inflation? They used to say inflation was something we're going to have to live with for a short time. But they lied. It's here to stay for a while. You know, when you flood the economy with trillions of dollars, what do you think is going to happen? The dollar is going to be worthless. This inflation is intentional by the government. This is what they want. This is what socialists do. They want to control everything from cradle to grave. You pay more in taxes and they give you less services. So it's very unfortunate. They used to say it's transitory. Well, they lied, as usual. How is it shopping in the grocery store today? You notice anything different? Everything's tripled and quadrupled? Look at the gas prices. Every day I drive by a gas station here near the headquarters. It's up 10 cents. It's over $5 a gallon now. When is it going to end? But they're in, in Congress. They're so into the January 6th commission looking for an insurrection that never really happened. It was a, a peaceful riot. And those that were doing destruction, they should go to jail. But you don't hear them talking about inflation or gas prices or the border where they have 15,000 illegals heading towards the border. You know, everybody's going to have new neighbors except where the Congress people live. It's a sad state of affairs. As I always say, November can't come soon enough. So, never any good news in this country under this administration. 
So that's my rant for the morning. I have to get ready to go to work. You guys have a safe day. Watch your six, and we'll talk to you soon. Good morning, and welcome back to Blue Line Matters. What matters most to our law enforcement and their families? This is your host, Sergeant Glenn Topping, retired. Coming to you from the world headquarters in Deerfield Beach, Florida, where it's a rainy, muggy day. It's approximately 7.03 a.m. What in the world is going on with this country? Every day it's something different from this inept government that we call the president and vice president. But first, let me give a shout out to the El Monte Police Department in California where they horrifically lost two police officers in a gun battle as they responded to a call of a stabbing. When will this end? Our hearts and prayers go out to them and the families and we hope they heal soon. Now, I was listening to something last night about the state of Utah and it's really the state of drug overdoses. It's got the highest overdose rate in the country because they tried this experiment where they basically decriminalized everything. You can shoot up anything you want, smoke anything you want out in the open. Nobody's going to bother you. The cops don't bother you. It has the highest OD rate in the country. Prescription drugs deaths are up over 400%. Only one in 10 get treatment. Drugged driving fatalities are up 33%. An average year, approximately 323 die from prescription opioids death and about 156 from heroin. What is going on in Utah? I thought there was mostly all Mormons there. Well, it's a beautiful state. It's too bad it's being destroyed by the progressive that run it. Then we have our lovely government that doesn't like the country. They don't like the military. They don't like the police. All they like is high gas prices because they want you to buy an electric car. They like inflation because it shows they have power. How long is it before we have no constitution, no bill of rights, because they're slowly chipping away at it. And a one party country, which is why they want the open borders. So they know eventually all these illegals will start voting Democrat. Almost all our federal government organizations are corrupted by this feckless president by putting cabinet members in that have no experience in that field. You have uh, Pete Buttigieg, who's in charge of transportation, who knows nothing about transportation as a small town mayor from Midwest. All he says is, well, basically, 
go buy an electric car. You don't have to worry about gas prices. He's doing nothing about the supply chain. He's clueless. But because he's a gay man, he's put in that position. <clears throat> but then remember that according to the president, Putin caused all this. He caused the high gas prices. He caused the high inflation. He caused the open borders. And then we have all the talking heads that just shake the head in agreement. I wonder what they must be saying behind closed doors. Then we have our feckless Vice President Harris who knows nothing about nothing. And when she speaks, it's a gigantic word salad. I thought she's the czar of the border. That's pretty funny. She hasn't even been to the border. I don't think she knows where the border is because there is no border, that's why. Now she's in charge of a task force to address online harassment. And you know, it's all about equity and inclusion. And along with that is no guns. They don't want anybody to have a gun except for their families to be protected with guards and guns. It's like a bad dream we're living. Then we move over to the advertisers that bombard us daily with mindless commercials and mainly aimed towards the LGBTQ plus group and the propaganda that they push. Now you have clothing lines that are specifically for the LGBTQ community. They have their own TV shows and their product commercials. They keep pushing this stuff down everybody's throat. It's a small group, but we all have to hear it. Then we're waiting on the Roe versus Wade decision coming out of the Supreme Court. Of course, they threatened violence and craziness because they won't be able to get an abortion. It'll be hangers, the wood kind or the metal kind, back in the back rooms and the dark alleys, when we know that's 100% not true. But the media, the media mob, this is what they push, false information and misinformation. If you're so worried about abortions, how about practicing safe sex? You won't have to worry about abortions. Then you have the attacks on our federal judges and the Supreme Court members where the attempted murder was made against Judge Kavanaugh. Most of the Democrats in Congress could care less. Much of them voted against the bill providing more security for the judges and their families. I have an idea. Let's take away their security, see how they feel. Well, we know that's not going to happen. Every day, this country sinks lower and lower and lower. I don't think there's something below a third world country that we could become. But people better stand up and vote and vote these people out of office come November. Because we still have another two and a half years of Biden. It's plenty of time for him to destroy much more. 
Pretty soon you're not going to be able to afford gas and go to work and go on vacations and take your kids to school. You're going to be looking at empty store shelves or everything's going to be extremely expensive. That pay raise you got, forget about it. We can all thank one person who's got their thumb on the destruction of oil and gas in this country. All this guy has to do is open up a pipeline from Canada and we're getting so much oil that our prices would drop again to under $2 a gallon. But he made a promise during the campaign that he would destroy the oil industry because they pollute. But I think it's worse when you have oil and gas being shipped over by huge tankers. They have to run on something, they're not electric. And you have trucks that run on diesel, which costs a lot much more than gasoline. But the Secretary of Energy is clueless. All she keeps saying is that, well, suck it up. Get an electric car. You won't have to worry about it. But yet they want to threaten the oil drillers that do drill oil in this country still with jail if they don't produce more oil. But now the president's going to go overseas to Saudi Arabia, who he once called them a pariah state, and beg them to pump more oil. I'm surprised they're even dealing with them and letting them in the country. He wants to go to murderous thugs and dictators in Venezuela, in Iran, in Iraq, to get oil. Make them rich, make us poor. It's unbelievable. We're still the greatest country in the world, but hopefully this is the bump in the road and things will get better. So until next time, you guys be safe, watch your six, and happy Father's Day to those fathers out there.